Hey, everybody. It's January 6th, 2024. And if this question ain't never been relevant, it's relevant today. So I got to ask, is this thing working? Let's see. We'll let this guy talk for a second. Then we'll ask the question again. Is this thing working? January 6th happened. There was no doubt about the truth. At the time, even Republican members of Congress and Fox News commentators publicly and privately condemned the attack. As one Republican senator said, Trump's behavior was embarrassing and humiliating for the country. But now that same senator and those same people have changed their tune. As time has gone on, gone on, politics, fear, money, all have intervened. And now these MAGA voices who know the truth about Trump on January 6th. Yes, we do. Have abandoned the truth and abandoned the democracy. We're not they a democracy. A now the rest of us, Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we have to make our choice. Uniparty. I know mine. And I believe I know America's. We'll defend the truth, not give in to the big lie. We'll embrace the Constitution and the Declaration, not abandon it. Like you just did. Like you have your entire presidency. This dude is the biggest piece of garbage I have ever seen. I swear. January 6th to me... And, 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 and from a patriot and an American, hard-working American man, from a patriot and a hard-working American man's point of view, January 6th was probably the best thing to happen in modern history because that exposed every bit of the corruption and the dirt and the evil that these guys do. And... This was, without a doubt, by facts, by testimony, January 6th was an inside job. My rant, I'm over. Well, it was an inside job. Hello, everybody. Denise is here today. <laughs> you see gotta, how passionate he was about that? I got a burr in my ass, oh, don't I? Just think about this. Think about that point in time, James. What was happening in the world? Man, a lot. The The world got weird yes. about, what, March of 2020. The yes, world changed. Just totally changed on a dime. Yeah, it you know, did. All of a sudden, we had uh, COVID, um, some disease that we had never heard of before in our life, coming from China. And and then the government's telling us, oh, you're, we're going to lock you down for two weeks. Huh? Huh? What? Yeah. I mean, a we went through a year... Of pure heck. Remember how they tried to make everybody believe, oh, just 15 days to 50. slow the spread. Yeah. Yes. Remember they made everybody believe that, and people fell for it. Yeah. And then after a year, they're still wanting to lock down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, well, at that time, people were already angry. Yeah. Then the Then the 2020 election happened. Yeah. And, and think about not only just the COVID, and we just mentioned COVID lockdown and a little bit of the BLM rights. But they overtook Portland, mm -hmm. you know, the trucker protests in Canada. Yes. And then how, how, how ours, ours went. 
we had a trucker protest here, and you know they were all ignored. Mm-hmm. They weren't allowed to go to Washington D.C. All these things. Everything it, was just it, backwards. It fueled the anger. Fueled the anger, every bit of it. Yep. And um, so all these people go to their government redress to their redress grievances. their grievances. Here we are. Here we are. Exactly. January sixth, twenty twenty four. It's a new year. Anyway, happy Patriots Day. Three years ago today is the trending news we are going to hash out again. Because this date has become a day that can continually divides the country in half. Today we gather in a new year, some 246 years later, just one day before January 6th. A day forever shared in our memory because it was on that day that we nearly lost America, lost it all. Today, we're here to answer the most important of questions. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? Wow. First off, there is not one mention of the word democracy in the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. And who is our our democracy? Our democracy. That's what they want. That this is the communism, fascism style government that they want. Just one political party. Mm-hmm. Communism. Yeah. This day isn't just an ordinary day any longer. No, it's not. It is now the anniversary of our government's Fed surrection. Three years ago today, our government turned on the American people. They set up angry patriots who saw with their own eyes that the election of 2020 was stolen. No one would take up the cases. No standing, all the judges said. So the, bra- the brave patriots went to Washington, D.C. to protest the unfairness of the election results, waiting breathlessly for Vice President Mike Pence to do his constitutional duty and send the electors back to the states for audits of the election. So instead of doing the right thing and listening to the grievances of the patriots, the Capitol Police, the feds, the, the DOJ, the DHS, and everyone in Congress, including who you just mentioned, Vice President Mike Pence, turned their back on the Patriots. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the Capitol Police were given orders to start the riot. That's per the film that has recently been released by the House and by Mike Johnson. Yes. Truth is, the government started the riots, not the Patriots, because they remained peaceful, which is the truth about what happened. Yeah, and we have this in our timeline, too, that we're going to go over later. This right here, this particular thing, yes. Also, three years ago today, Ashley Babbitt was murdered by Capitol Police Officer Michael Byrd, and her death has gone without any arrest or convictions. So after three years of getting nowhere, Ashley's husband, Aaron, on January 5th, 2024, filed a $30 million wrongful death lawsuit against the federal government. Thank you. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Bless his heart. Um, He has done everything he can to try to get the federal government to notice him. And to recognize Ashley Babbitt's murder. I've seen him on Tucker. I've mm-hmm. seen him on a, a lot of other different new, yeah. um, interviews. And, man, man, to watch that man stand there, my heart broke for him. Oh. Each and every time I watched it. Yeah, every time you see him, you can see that he's still heartbroken over this whole... Every, yeah, that's yeah. changed him forever, too. Yes, it is. And guess what? Three years ago today, 
the government started hunting down American patriots and to this day are still hunting them down. Coming after the MAGA grandmas. Yep. Well, there you go. As you can tell, they're still calling this an insurrection. <laughs> Although no one's never been charged. Oh, these folks who weren't even given any due process and forced into a D.C. gulag to be tortured and put into solitary confinement. They've been called names like, what, domestic extremists? Yep. Or domestic terrorists. Domestic terrorists. And insurrectionists. Insurrectionists. You know, and uh, with no one, no one has been charged like we just said. Yep. On any of these. No one's been charged with insurrection. Mm-mm. Much less President Trump. Yep. Who Colorado tried to keep him off the ballot. Exactly. Based on that. Yeah, based on that. And three years ago today, the deep state showed its true colors and turned on the President of the United States, duly elected by the people, Donald J. Trump. They have led a relentless, hateful campaign against Trump and his supporters with the help of leftist judges, mainstream media, big corporations, big tech, and bot farm social media campaigns. This continues today with President Trump being indicted four times with 91 charges against him. His name has been taken off ballots in two Democrat-led straight states, like you said, Colorado and Maryland, so far, with many more trying their best to remove him. And Texas is one of them. Mm-hmm. God, I just can't believe that. I've been like, what the heck mm-hmm. is Texas think they're doing? You know what I mean? Yep. Anyway, like we've been discussing, January 6th was a time in our history that is going to be divided in this country, and it's going to keep us divided because the leftists, they want we'll to just totally take over take over and be our democracy. Yeah. When we are a republic. We are a republic. The word democracy is never mentioned in the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. No. We're a constitutional republic with two-party system. Yeah. I tried to watch the, the Valley Forge speech from yesterday, and I'll be honest with you, I only made it about eight and a half minutes into it because the lies were flowing, man. I mean, this dude, he started out the thing telling a story about George Washington at Valley Forge. Yeah. You know, and I want to tell you, as I was sitting there listening to his, him and his little speech, and he, he brought that up, you know, almost as if he understood George Washington or almost as if he could relate to it because now I'm the president of the United States. So this is, I, I didn't. Don't, don't you think it's kind of odd that he's um, all of a sudden a George Washington fan when they've been trying to, Cancel George Washington for years? What do you think if George Washington had met a man like Joe Biden in 1780 or whatever? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> what do you it think? It just makes me laugh just thinking about it. George Washington as president. He would probably flick seeing, him in the nose. Seeing, ah, man, my thinking, he'd have probably gave the order for him to be imprisoned at the least. Yeah, for treason. Yeah. I he'd, agree. he'd have told him, quick, get that commie crap out of here. Yes. Yeah. That was just there the is point no I our to democracy. No, there is no our democracy. We are a constitutional republic. Yes, we are. But we're going to continue on, and we're going to talk about the January 6th and what actually happened on that day. Yeah, the timeline. The true. The true timeline. Timeline. 
Y'all need to look up the timeline of January 6th and look at the documentary. It is beautifully done. It has the timeline from 7 a.m. until it was over. Every bit of it. So here we go. Um, The crowd at 7.20 a.m. starts arriving. A little bit at a time. As the time goes on, by the time President Trump came out to speak at 12.01, the place was packed with patriots. We were watching on TV by that point. Yeah, we were. Yeah, it was so interesting. And and looking at all the videos and re- reminded me of exactly what we watched on TV because that's what it looked like. Right. And that was at 12. And that was at 12. And he um, does the speech. And at the same time that President Trump takes to the microphone, a live streamer shows the scene at the peace circle where the first barricade breach will occur. That's at 12.01 at the same time the president steps up. Mm-hmm. Then at 12.04, demonstrators and Proud Boys march around the Capitol building flanked by police officers. So the police officers and the Proud Boy were casing. Exactly. The They were just looking for any any people causing problems. Right. That's all Proud Boy was there for. Right. You know, was to keep things peaceful. Peaceful. Yep. Yes. And so they, they showed um, videos of that. Then they stopped for lunch about 1230. But 15 minutes after President Trump's speech started, President Trump mentions for the first time, this is what he says. We are going to walk down to the Capitol and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering that much for some of them. You know, that sounds like President Trump. Right. (laughs) He's being honest. He is being honest. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. Show strength. And you have to be strong. We, com- we come to demand Congress do the right thing and only count the electors that have been lawfully slated. I know that everybody here will be marching over to the Capitol to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. That was what President Trump was talking about. Calling for peace. Calling for peace. To be peaceful. We're here to redress We're here our grievances. Redre- yes, that's exactly what he did. Yep. At 12.30 p.m., as President Trump is still talking, the MPD, Maryland Police, Maryland Department. Police Department, over radios, notice people starting to head to the Capitol. Police encourage the demonstrators to keep marching toward the Capitol, chanting, let's keep it going, let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. I seen them doing that. They were pointing, go this way, go this way. Right. Let's keep it going. You know what I mean? And then um, about 1230, while President Trump was still speaking, your favorite, Mr. Ray Epps, the Fed himself. He is he is uh, seen for the first time. Yeah. Was that the was that the moment that they that the crowd began to identify him and and call him a Fed or was that later? That was later on. That was later. Yeah, because he did a, a streaming video by himself, and he said, "It says right here, Ray Epps was filmed in a street telling people, 
on a string. As soon as President Trump is finished, finished speaking, we are going to the Capitol. It's that direction pointing where, where everyone needs to go. That's where our true problems lie. Whoa. That's hey, what he said. Now, if you if you compare what President Trump had just earlier said mm-hmm. and what Ray Epps just says right there, who's inciting? Ray Epps. Thank you. Ray Epps is definitely inciting. Part of the big lie. Part of the big lie. Yep. And then at 1235, Mike Pence, Vice President Mike Pence's motorcade is seen heading to the U.S. Capitol. 1236, Pence arrives at Capitol and is escorted into the Capitol. At 1238, President Trump says Mike Pence has to agree to send it back. At 1245, D.C. police captures what looks like a a wall of people suddenly arriving about a block away, west of the Capitol. Remember, being escorted by police. Yes. They're being escorted. And they're all walking over to the Capitol just like President Trump asked. They were all peaceful. Yes. You know, and they were all in a line, real neat. Yep. I seen the video. They were all coming all together. Yep. Nothing threatening. Waving their flags, being peaceful, being patriots. Exercising their constitutional right. Exactly. But the police were already were, were like already thinking that they were coming to attack them or something. And all they were doing is being peaceful. Twelve fifty four, speaking of, the first major breach of the Capitol barricades and skirmish with police officers. Right. This was pretty interesting when I seen this video because it looked like that they were just playing. You know what I mean? Like a guy that was wearing a leather jacket just all of a sudden reaches up and starts like pushing the cop. And that's a big thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think it, it looked like um, really well to, an to- altercation. I get that. I get that because, you know, you, you know what it is. But I guess from that police officer's perspective, if I'm standing there and I'm looking at a crowd of them, even in that area, I'm looking probably looking at a crowd of, of 50,000 people. Right. And they're all standing in front of me, and this guy comes up and touches me. I would probably freak, too. Yeah. You know, from a cop's perspective. Yeah, I get at that. At that point, I would freak too. And I might even call it an altercation because, man, the dude come up and put his hands on me right in front of 50,000 people, and I'm standing here by myself. My whole so thing from that was. Point, I, from that point of view, to be fair, I can I can see that. Right. I right. Can, yeah, I get that. I, what I, what I was, was thinking about. Though. I, I just didn't think it was a Trump supporter. Right. And That's it may kind not of have been. what I was thinking That's when true. I was looking at it. I was like. That looked funny that way. Right. You know what I'm saying about what he was wearing and, you know. Yeah. And then that was an altercation from a Trump supporter when it didn't look like a Trump supporter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So um, then 1255, the first violence of the day had begun between demonstrators and police. And demonstrators breached gate at First Street, Southwest and Marlin Avenue Circle. And then the crowd advances onto the Capitol grounds in the West Plaza. And that was at 1256. Yes, and that was at 1256. Yeah. 
Yep. So by 12.57, the crowd's already starting to fill the West Plaza area then. Yeah. And that's kind of what I went back to about, you know, who knows the number of people there, but in that big of an area, you could have sheltered sheltered a lot of people. Yeah, you really could. But then again. Um, The crowd that starts to fill the area in the West Plaza, they had no idea that this area had police protection. They, but they had disappeared, the police. The crowd was unsuspecting. They had started taking down the area closed sign fencing, um, which is pulled down on the west lawn of the Capitol about 1258. With the signs now gone, thousands of people never saw the signs. Exactly. So they didn't know they got that set it was up. restricted grounds. They got set up. Yes, they took it all down. Yep. And just let them walk right into a trap. You know, and... At 12.59, a man on the north side collapses. His name was Benjamin Phillips. We're going to take a moment to remember him. He is a computer programmer from Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, who traveled to D.C. to support President Trump. He later passes away in the hospital several hours later. So let's remember his family. He had two teenage children. Yes, very sad. That was the first death of the day, but he's not mentioned hardly ever. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't even know his name till I watched that documentary today, and I feel really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then inside the Capitol at 1 p.m. So so every, everything leading up to this point was outside of the Capitol. Outside of the Capitol. At that one, was all outside. At 1 o'clock, it begins. And at 1 o'clock, it gets kind of, that's when um, Vice Prince, Vice Vice President Pence convenes joint session while President Trump continues speaking. President Trump is still speaking at a large crowd outside the ellipse, unaware of the crowd has already amassed at the Capitol. At 1 p.m., the Deputy Chief Waldo activates less lethal team on west side of Capitol. I don't know what that means exactly, but I think it's the team that just goes out there and tries to, you know, kind of keep them from coming into the Capitol. Right. You know, kind of just keeping them behind a barricade. Well, less, yeah, less lethal would mean uh, yeah, cops that are not going to be there to bring lethal weapons. They're going to yes. try to do this stuff peacefully and orderly. So if they're the less lethal team, then they're trained to be the less lethal team. Yes. They're not trained to be a lethal team. Exactly. In other words, right? Exactly. That's the way I took that also. At 106, that same deputy orders less lethal team to launch munitions at demonstrators. Right. So, Concussion uh, grenades. Yes. And gas. And gas. Yep. Tear gas. Yep. At 107, Joshua Matthew Black, a 46-year-old man from Alabama, is shot with a round of uh, munitions that tears open and lodges in his cheek. I think everyone's seen that picture mm-hmm. floating around. Yep. 108 p.m., Deputy Chief Waldo orders second deployment of munitions into crowd. The crowd wasn't violent on the videos. I've seen the videos, and, and each time they're unaware that they're it's like, even coming. They're like, what is going on? I've, I've seen them yeah. say that. What is happening? Boom. Yeah, right And there. they're still standing there, not even fighting back. They don't know what's going on, really. Right. Just the few that were around it kind of kind of scattered. Yeah. Yeah, but for the most part, people were. They were just standing there going, what's, you yeah. Know, yeah. They were very peaceful. Yeah, there were no visible warnings to the crowds. 
you know, mm -hmm. D.C. rules on the police handling in response to the First Amendment assemblies. That's it at still at 108 when he when he ordered the second deployment of, of munitions at him. Yeah. But see, before they do the deployment of um, the munitions, they're supposed to warn the public what's happening and give them a chance to move back. That's what no visible warnings was talking about. That's what mm -hmm. I was, that's what I was mentioning yeah. here. So I was yeah. just making sure that, that, um, everyone understood what that meant. Yeah. We kind of just breezed over that. Um, because that's very important. That was one of the things that they didn't do. And then later on they, they were doing it, but you couldn't hear it. The The noise was so loud right. that they couldn't hear. So, and at one twelve, as, as President Trump is finishing his speech, then that's at the same time Benjamin Phillips is still struggling for his life. You know, and, and, and they even said they even said here that Benjamin Phillips is still fighting for his life and he's been down on the ground not breathing for thirteen minutes. Yes. And they sat there and I seen the, the people um like trying to save his life. Yeah. They were doing CPR the whole time. Wow. And in the um emergency vehicles couldn't get through. They wouldn't let them in. They didn't even get there till well, I think a little later on in the timeline of the show when when they did get there. At the same time, President Trump is finishing speech on the ellipse while Vice President Pence oversees the verification in the Capitol. And Pence is asking Paul Gosar, the representative, if his objection objection had been witnessed and signed by a senator. And Gosar said yes, Senator Ted Cruz. This is about when things got crazy. This is when I think that one of those deputies had a little earphone in his ear. That he knew it was time to begin. That he knew it was time to begin. Because this is they were sending Because they back. were sending them back. That's exactly right. They had right. a senator. See, that's part of the law. They had a... Yeah. If they get a senator to sign off... Yes. Then they and can it, object and send them back. And send them back. At the same time... That this was happening, officers outside were spraying demonstrators with the infl with an inflammatory agent. You know, that's with that, what they called, what, bear spray? Is that what that mm -hmm. was? I guess so, yeah. And this is the officer I keep talking about that was real interested in firing munitions into the crowd. It was MPD Officer Daniel Thau. He kept calling for more munitions to fire in the crowd. The crowd at this time, again, I'm just going to reiterate that the officer is calling for munitions and they are still being, not being violent. And still no warning to the demonstrators. Just flinging them out just there. Just flinging stuff out there. And the, the protest, the demonstrators are just, you know, waving their flags. You know, they're just standing in one spot. They're not trying to get in, not trying to go any further. That's right. You know, and yep. the cops actually got everybody back behind the barricade, but they're still trying to fire on them. Why? I don't understand. Why didn't they just tell them to go home? I don't understand that. Because it was all a setup. It was a fed surrection. This shows everything in action. This shows each step by step. Yes. When something happened, they reacted. Yes. And you see how they reacted to each and everything. Everything. Man. Crazy. It is crazy. And we go on. It goes on and on. The day gets worse yeah. and worse. They end up uh, taking the vice president and senators, you know, end up taking a break. Outside, Officer Theo is acting like, 
like an idiot. <laughs> he said, damn it, we need them. Let's go. Effing shoot them. Go, shoot, shoot, shoot. He was wanting to start this so bad. I don't know what his problem who, who was. Who gave him the, the instructions to do this? That's, that's, and that's another just thing. It. Um, who gave him the instructions? There was the other officers kept telling him no. That's why he kept getting upset and going, we need to. We need to do this. And they were like, no, you, we can't do this. This is not what we are supposed to do. Yep. Someone's going to get hurt. They were saying this to him. Yep. Yeah, and and the next thing it says here is 121 that the first explosive is discharged, and for the next hour, they continue firing explosives, rubber bullets, and grenades into the crowd. So, in four minutes, he incites his own police force Mm -hmm. to fire on the crowd. Yes. Man. Yeah. And then at 128 p.m., Another man. Another man collapses, yeah. On the West Plaza, the people in the crowd attended him as well. Yep. Um, Kevin Greeson ended up passing away. He leaves behind a wife and five children. That's number two that died. That doesn't get much. Exactly. Talked about. And then the the lady that basically got trampled outside. In the tunnel. What was her name? Bolin. Uh, Yeah, Bolin. Mm -hmm. Angela Bolin. Mm-hmm. Boylan, B-O-Y-L-I-N, I believe. Yeah. Her and, yes. and Ashley Babbitt. And Ashley Babbitt, who we've talked about. Yeah. Everyone knows um, the timeline pretty much for the rest of it. So um, Ray Epps, we're going to talk about him a little bit more because he was a big player in helping yep. to start this riot. Yep. And at one thirty-five, he is seen again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And is this the time he's telling them to go into the Capitol? Is this the time? Yes. Yes. He's telling them to go in the Capitol, come this way, let's just go in here. And he's standing at the barricades. He Every barricade that was breached, he was in front of when it got breached. When it got breached. So he would go around to each of the barricades and incite, and the, incite people. the people at that right. part of the Capitol. Right. Um, and at 1.38, Trump sends his f- first tweet. Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of their of our country. Stay peaceful. Okay, can I stop you right there? Mm-hmm. Everything that we have read about all of this and all of the narrative that the Democrat Party has continued to spit out at us for three solid years... Is all debunked right there in that statement. Exactly. Every that's kind of where I wanted to stop it all because we all know what happens next. Yep. You know, President Trump said, "Stay peaceful." Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And we played a little bit of that Biden Valley Forge speech from yesterday, and. You know, I said that I could only watch about the first eight minutes of it. And the reason being is because these are the things that we just went through this timeline and we looked at and we seen that, that, that this is what actually happened. And we've known and understood these things. And this government has kept that hid from us all this time. Yes. And then to see him come up there and from the beginning, like I said about his little George Washington speech, mm-hmm. you know, as if 
you even compare. You know what I mean? Yes. And he told lie after lie after lie after lie. He just would flow from one lie to another in that speech. One lie to another. About the most truthful thing that he talked about was when he gave the history lesson about George Washington. Right. How many lies do you think he told? <laughs> I don't know. He just said eight minutes. I'm just going to say eight. I'm going to say eight per minute. One per minute. <laughs> One per minute, yeah. Eight. Uh, at least. I picked out four right off the bat. Well, I listened to it, um, the the whole speech, and really honestly, I, all I could do was laugh because I believe that that's all they have. They have lost the narrative. We have proven the truth over and over again. That's right. why we're sitting here today reminding you about what happened minute by minute on that day. And yeah. we even watched it all. So the narrative is changing. Yeah. Thank you, Julie Kelly, for reminding us yep. that the narrative is changing and we're winning. And so all they have is to go on is to accuse once again people of doing something they did not do. Exactly. And put people in jail for something they did over. not do. I just want to tell you before we close for the night. How many people, these crazy people, have um, put in jail? As of January 2024, 1,251 people have been arrested. 757 of those people have been sentenced to at least 22 months of incarceration. Nearly 884 years of incarceration have been hard, have been, been very hard for January 6th defendants. Nearly 400 are currently awaiting trial. And as of yesterday, attorney Matthew Graves said he's going to start getting people that are on the, that are on the, that were on the grounds in restricted area on January 6th. So they're not finished. They're going to continue coming after patriots and Trump supporters. Right. Until, until we stop them. But, Somehow, but now we know the time. Now we know the time that the that the restricted signs and the barriers were taken down. Exactly. Now you know that time. So mm -hmm. anybody past that point, anybody actually before that point was never in there to begin with. So no, they weren't. Anybody past that point in time, if you try to, if you try to make your case saying that they were in restricted areas yes. knowingly, knowingly, yeah. knowingly, yeah, knowingly, and they weren't. No. Thousands of people walked on those grounds and did not see a sign and do that you was know, restricted. And do you know why they didn't even think that it could or, or might be restricted? Do you know why? Because that's the people's house. That's exactly right. That's not. And these people know the Constitution and know they have the right. Exactly. To walk into the people's house. At any moment. And have our government listen to them. Exactly. They have that right. January 6th. Is a Fed's erection. The big lie. Is this thing working? Well, hey, everybody. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please... Like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends, 
We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there. Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.